Hey there, sister friend. I have a huge favor to ask of you. If you have been a listener for two or three episodes now, and we've been hanging out right up in here any number of weeks or perhaps even months, girl, have you left a written review for this podcast yet? This is something that truly lights my heart up. Every time I see your comments and what you guys think of this show and your favorite episodes and which ones have inspired you or supported you on your journey or perhaps even changed your heart or helped you reframe a situation in some way in your life, then I'm going to ask a huge favor of you right now. If you have not done so yet, will you please press pause on this episode and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the Apple podcast app and leave a quick review of this show and how it's impacted you. I would love to hear from you. And if you want to do me one more favor, take a screenshot of this episode and post up in your stories on Instagram or even share it on Facebook. Sister, this is the best and only way that I know that this show is touching your heart. And let's be real. It's what keeps me going and keeps Keeps me excited about showing up for you week after week after week. I know that we're all busy, but if you can do this for me, that will bless me more than you know. I can't thank you enough. All right, now let's get on with the show. Hey there, sweet sister friend. Welcome back to the Shine with Franny show. So glad you are here today. All right, where are my fellow traveler lovers at? I love to travel and I am so glad that we are back to life pretty much as we know it after the last few years. Now, I am typically a budget airline girl. I have been known to get $20 one-way tickets, and my best airfare rate to date is, wait for it, $0.93 on a Cyber Monday sale. Now, that was just for the airfare. That did not include the the airport fees and taxes and charges and all that. But sister, the whole point of the story is, if you ever need a travel buddy, I am packed. Let's go. All right, so last week, I was traveling back home from Salt Lake City, and on my way back to my seat... I did a double check at my boarding pass. Now, one thing you should ever know about me if we do travel together in the future is I have like TSA and the clear and all the things so I don't have to take off my shoes. And I pretty much am the person who like just arrives at the gate when they're really just getting ready to board. All right, so if that stresses you out, we're probably not gonna be good travel buddies. And I'm also the last person who's usually on the plane because let's just be real. Who wants to sit on that plane any longer than you have to, okay? And one final thing you should know about me is I really like direct nonstop flights. Okay, some little asides there. So as I'm walking back, I was kind of just like surveying, you know, I was headed back to my seat and I do a double check because I realize that there's someone sitting or at least I think in my seat. Now, typically I'm a solo traveler, so I'm pretty willing to be like, oh, no worries, I'll just go ahead and sit somewhere else. But since I was one of the last people on the flight, I looked around and I realized, there are no more window seats, which is my preferred seat. All right. So I did a quick little survey and just kind of scanned around and realized, uh, no, thank you. Guess what was left? Middle seats. So I kind of booted this guy out and then I went and settled, settled into my seat 20F. Okay. For the rest of the flight back to Cleveland. So as we reached our cruising altitude, I really just started reflecting. Like I think about so much on airplanes because when you look down, which is the reason why I love a window seat, like you can't help but think about God's majesty. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm flying in this metal tube in the sky. And then I think about, oh my gosh, like I literally just trusted my life to a person whom I've never met. Like there's a a pilot up there (laughs) and thankfully they are so well-trained and do their job so wonderfully. But I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. And I started thinking about God and all the things. So I'm always trying to look for messages and meaningful, you know, ideas and lessons. So as I was sitting there and we reached our cruising altitude, I was really just reflecting on how God, you know, has assigned us a seat next to him. As a sister in Christ and, you know, a believer, we have already been appointed to a seat. 
Yet the enemy tries so hard to sit in our seat and he tries to oust us to the back of the plane. Girl, Jesus died and rose to give you that first class seat. We can't let the enemy occupy our seat any longer. Whether that be in your health, in your relationship, your finances, or your daily life events, right? That they might seem so menial or insignificant, but they are so meaningful to the Lord. He cares about every single small detail of our lives. So as far back as the Garden of Eden, we see the enemy's cunning ways, how he challenged God's words. If you go back to Genesis 3, dive into um, Genesis 3, 1, all the way through like verse 7 and 8, you'll see how the enemy directly contradicts God's word when he is tempting Eve and how he is, of course, trying to get her to participate and to take in, if you will, take the first bite because we know that that is where he received his name as a deceiver, right? That is where the first name, that's where he first received that name, pardon me, and he's the author of lies. And so as we move forward then, you see in Revelation 12, you know, he, of course, then takes his angels and they fight with Michael and the other archangels. He's deceived them to believe that he had the power and the authority. And guess what? They fell from heaven. And thankfully, though, we are not ignorant of his schemes because we, of course, thankfully, have been given all authority and power in heaven and earth. We've got Michael up there who's keeping watch over us. We've got Jesus. We've got the Holy Spirit who are interceding on our behalf here on earth. And I love in Luke's book, Gospel, and we're going to kind of camp out there for a quick second today. In Luke's Gospel, I would encourage you to write this reference down and go back and read through it on your own. But I love how in this message, um, in this passage, I should say, you know, we oftentimes will think of the 12 disciples, but really there were lots of followers, dozens and dozens and dozens of followers. And so Jesus sends them out two by two and he says, you know, go into their homes if there's peace in the house, and this is in um, chapter nine, if there's peace, you know, stay there. There's a lot of labor to be had, but there's very few laborers. So now here they return and Jesus is all excited. You know, the disciples are all excited, you know, and he says they return with joy. And this is in verse 17, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. In verse 18, this is what Jesus is saying. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. There's actually an elevation song that um, has that line in there. In verse 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So yes, we have this power. He's saying, he says, look, you can overcome anything that is in your path. And we know, of course, in Isaiah 54, it says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So sister, every challenge that we face, we will overcome. We should be confident in that. We should be bold when we stake our claim and we claim our authority. I love in Genesis 50, 20, you know, um, Joseph says, look, what was meant for evil, God will use for good. We have so many promises and so many scriptures to remind us that we have this authority and that God is constantly at work in our lives. He is fighting for us any given second, even when we don't see it. And so girl, there is a wanted sign with your picture on it. And the more work you are doing, the more ministry work you're doing. And remember, this is not just talking about serving at a church or volunteering on a week. You don't know any given weekday. Your vocation is your ministry as well. Your rightful place as a stay-at-home mom is your ministry as well. 
you have a ministry and the more that you are leading people to seeing Jesus and the more that you are acting and operating and claiming your authority as a believer in Christ and not letting the enemy steal your joy, the more that you are leading people to Christ, the more the enemy doesn't like you. Girl, he hates you because guess what? He ain't you. Okay. We're just going to start right. That's a little tweetable. If you want to write that down, he hates you because he ain't you. All right. So I would encourage you, sister, to go back, dive into some of these scriptures. If you want to go all the way back to Genesis 3, I'll put these in the show notes, the scripture references for today. But really, I want you to focus in on Luke 19, because it tells us, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So if you've been given a health diagnosis, I want you to come and say, in Jesus's name, it is written that nothing will overcome me. I have control over this that God made everything good and therefore my body is good and my body is constantly healing itself and restoring itself. You can say the same thing for your financial situation, for any strife in your relationships. Right now in Jesus' name, I stake authority. I claim my authority over X, Y, and Z. You fill it in. And so girl, it is time to take your first class seat and kick that darnal devil right in the crotch and show him who is boss. And girl, I'll tell you though, you need to buckle up because there is a joy ride that God is ready for you because he is the one who is in you. There is joy available in you. And then guess what? Through you. Because when you stake your claim and you say, you know what? Nothing is going to steal my joy. Nothing is going to take away my peace. Go and unpack John 10, 10. You've heard me mention this before. Both themes for heaven and hell are in that same scripture right? The thief, the enemy comes, if you will, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come so that you might have life and have it in abundance and to overflow. So think about whatever it is that you are seeking today. If you're seeking joy, peace, health, happiness, um, you know, relational, uh, I guess not strife, but you want to have relational peace that you stake your claim and you say, you know what devil, you get out of my seat. I'm a first class rider here on this flight. So you go to the back of the bus, buddy, all right? And you stake your claim. You dive into God's word. You renew your mind. It's like it tells us in Romans 12, 10. Sorry, Romans 12, 1 and 2. My goodness. Romans 12, 10, I'm actually learning about right now. So I apologize for messing up that reference there. But girl, just remember that when you are acting and operating in your authority, you're going to get more adversity coming your way. You're going to have more trials coming your way because the enemy knows that you are up and at it. He knows that you are ride or die with Jesus there as your pilot, okay? So, stake your authority, claim your authority, message me, let me know what you are claiming today. I love hearing from you guys. I've been getting a lot of um, really great, sweet messages from all of y'all, so I love hearing from you guys. And hey, don't forget, one way to claim your authority is to know what tools you have, of course, besides speaking God's word, reading God's word. So come to a kit, equipped, come and join us. It is a women's weekend retreat, the end of October in Florida. I'd love to have you there because I know the Holy Spirit is going to do some really powerful, amazing, wonderful, miraculous signs and wonders in and through you, not only during that weekend, but well beyond. All right, sweet sister, until we meet next time, keep on shining.